In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. The Braves Radio Network channel on the podcast park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Hey, welcome to Braves Country. Welcome to Braves Country Live. This is our big opening day celebration show. We're fired up to be at the Rialto Room at Hotel Indigo in Athens, Georgia. How about them dogs? How about them Bravos today? How about them Bravos? It's always nice when the Braves win on opening day. Absolutely it is. I'm your host, Tug Cowart, and we want to thank the best live music show on the internet, Live at the Print Shop, for producing the show here today, and thanks to the crew for being here to record this special night. And uh, you'll get and see some of these uh, really cool baseball cards of everybody that's up here on stage, and the folks at Live at the Print Shop took care of that, too. So uh, we appreciate that. We want to thank Zaxby's and our friends at Eurorap Athens, or like my daddy would say, up in Dalton, Georgia, Gyro Rap, Athens, for helping us out, getting the tickets out here. Have you guys ever been out to Euro Raps? Have you ever been there? It's delicious. Thank you so much. When I was in college here, I ate there like three times a week. Sounds good. I dropped out of Dalton State College three times. I never made it to Athens, so it's um, not my most proud moment, but I do my best. Most of all, I want to thank each of you in the audience tonight for being here and all the listeners at home. To the Braves Country Podcast, folks, this show will be on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network and the Podcast Park, which belongs to 680 The Fan, where uh, you can listen to the Atlanta Braves every night. And you can also hear it, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts. Let's meet everybody on stage here at the Rialto Room in Athens. Get started with Braves Country Live. My friend and co-host, Scott Munn, been in the entertainment business. He's the only man to survive managing three legendary Southern rock bands, Driving and Crying. The drive-by truckers and Blackberry Smoke. Please welcome the biggest Braves fan I know, Mr. Scott Munn. It's really great to be back in Athens, and uh, thanks for everybody for coming out to the Braves Country Podcast. It's been a lot of fun. We're starting our third year doing this. It's the most fun I've ever had, so thank you, Tug, for for having us all out on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. It's a big deal to to me and everybody here, so thank you, Tug. Of course. Our Braves Country organist, Matt Walkup of the Walkup Brothers. All right. And now let me introduce you to our talented guest, all 100% Braves fans. First, this phenomenal singer-songwriter got us started in episode two of the Braves Country Podcast. He's now here on episode 80. He's written huge country songs, and he's a Braves fan through and through. From Decula, Georgia, please welcome Mr. Levi Lowry. Levi! 
And we're blessed to be uh, joined by an artist from Jefferson, Georgia. man who sold over a million concert tickets, 73 million song streams. He's the Georgia Bulldogs Poet Laureate, and he loves the Atlanta Braves as well. Give a big Athens GA welcome for the one and only Mr. Corey Smith. Corey Smith, yeah. And batting cleanup tonight, back to the Braves Country Podcast Live. He's a baseball aficionado and a Southern music fan, too. The most music-loving Braves alumni there is, a man who hit three home runs to lead the Atlanta Braves to victory in the 1995 World Series. Please welcome Mr. Ryan Cusco. Thank you, thank you. Great to be back in Athens. Goodness gracious. So let's start with uh, the Braves getting a big win today. First of all, I mean, that's the most important thing. The Braves got a win today on opening day. Yeah, that's it. Going for their sixth straight National League East Championship and hopefully win another World Series. So uh, a big spring training. Spring training went really, really well for the Braves. I think they were tied for the most wins. In yeah, they had 18 wins, Tug. Uh, and uh, the only team that had as many as the Braves is the Angels. And they got the two best players in baseball, allegedly. But uh, you were down at spring training. The Braves look good, and they come into opening day, and they get a win. Uh, what does that feel like as a player to have a good spring and then start off with a win? Oh, it was great. You know, I was talking to Mike Plant via text, and I always said, uh, hey, but I just sent him a message, congratulations. He said, man, it's always nice to get that first one out of the way. You know, you're on the road, and he says it was cold and nasty out there, but uh, always good. And they look good in spring training. I went down there and, and got to see some of the young guys play. Uh, my, my son was on spring break, and uh, we went down there and, and caught some good weather, and, and, and they were rolling pretty good. Uh, I think they won all the games I was down there. They beat the Red Sox up pretty good. Yeah, and Matt Olson led with the most home runs. I think he had uh, eight or ten home runs, the most in spring training, and it looked like he came out uh, hitting the ball today too. Yeah, the first game we caught, he hit two. He had both nice. of them basically either left the stadium or tried to leave the stadium bouncing around. So he he, uh, he made some mechanical changes and started using his lower half a little more. So I'm, I'm, he's going to have a monster year. He's, he's a little bit more balanced than he was. He was more standing straight up last year, but we won't get that technical. See, yeah, that's the thing because, like, everybody in here is like, I don't know what he's talking about. I just want to see him hit home runs. Yeah. That's what I want to see. I want to see dingers, and that's what we're getting out of him. So that, that's super, super cool. But, but that's the thing. Baseball is really technical. I mean, people don't understand how difficult the game of baseball is, I don't believe. Yeah, I mean, I was actually hearing a guy talk about golf, and, you know, these guys are getting their game. It's like there's not one time where you're like when you're playing golf where you're like you just think, you know what, I've gotten so good at this game, I'm just going to quit. There's no way I need to, you know, you go out there one day and have the game of your life, and the next day you shoot 120. <laughs> uh, and same thing with baseball. You can literally go out there. I remember locked in, four for four, two home runs, seeing the ball like a balloon the next day i could i mean look like a sunflower seed you're like really <laughs> yeah, right. same Where stadium it's like what happened did i sleep <laughs> right. on the wrong side of the bed and it's it's just a you know round ball round bat theory so the whole the whole thing was like son don't get so mad at yourself it's a round ball round bat and you're trying to square it up yeah and it's hard to do hit yeah, a round object with another round moving. object so I, I always always took that at heart you know and it was like oh well he's kind of right you know if i found one off i'm doing okay Right. Yeah. But most people would be like, well, that's terrible. You know, but truly, it, it, like you're saying, it's like it, like because I was in the Navy and I was on an aircraft carrier. It's, you know, an air, the, those Navy pilots are the best in the world because they're landing a moving object on another moving object and at, you know, hundreds of miles per hour. So you have to have incredible skill to do things like that. 
Yeah, well, I could miss a foul ball. They missed their dead, so they got to be a lot better than I was. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 yeah, the odds are probably. Yeah, yeah and it's like, it, it, and people, you know, people come up and, you know, especially people who've gone around and met, you know, musicians and athletes and all that. And I always, I do get, it's like, you know, out of all those, the athletes, I bet, you know, I think the baseball players are the, the most humblest. I get that a lot. I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, I think so. I do, um, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, and you have to think about that. Of course we are. We fail. 70% of the time, and you go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. It's like so I told my kids, I, I coach, you know, actually one of my kids, um, Ryan Trout's from this area, and, and that plays on my team, and, and, and he's from the Athens area, and they're always going to the games and everything. But it's like, what game can you fail at and still get paid? Yeah, no, it's a, it's, you make I mean, a great point. You know, I mean, so, so you always got to look at that, and I'm always teaching the kids that. So I listen, you got to put it behind you, keep going forward. Baseball's a tough game, you know. And uh, and just and just try to you know, put the past behind you because every time you step on the plate, I'm trying to get them mentally focused. Like I always tell the kids, and even this helped me to this day. Willie Stardrill was a big influence in my career, so you got to put that behind you. And no matter what you've done, you could be 0 for three with three strikeouts, but when you step to, up to that plate, you got to think you're three for your last three with three line drive home runs or doubles. Right. You have to put that, or else you're just going to go up there defeated right away. Let's get y'all involved, Levi. You, you, I know you're a huge Braves fan. You, you, you were telling Corey and I about a, a huge stat from today that you were, you were breaking down on people, and it was to do with Ronald Acuna. Do you remember uh, which one it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, uh, Acuna had the first hit and stolen base this season. That's unbelievable. Right yeah, out of the gate. Pretty great. Our favorite, Ronald Acuna. Let's go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's Ronald terrific. So uh, that's a great way to start. A, yeah, Acuna, I guess, was two for five with a stolen base today, and also Albies, impressive at two for five uh, with an RBI. And those guys, we're looking to them. We were talking earlier, uh, Corey and Levi, about uh, opening day and how uh, getting a strong start out of those two guys is important, especially with Albies coming back off an injury, you know? Yeah. I was, mo I was more mesmerized by the, the pitch clock. Yeah. You know, I was like, wow, that's did, different. You did y'all see that? Were y'all paying attention to the pitch clock? What do you think? It's just a thumbs up, thumbs down. Was it, well, I got a thumbs down, lots, lots, lots of thumbs downs. Nobody, nobody's a big fan of this. What'd you we think got about a thumb, it, Corey? thumbs what, up. What do you think about the pitch clock? I mean, I'm an open-minded person, so I'm, I'm like, I, I get the reasoning behind it. I, I, I thought about it, like, from the pitcher's perspective, like, how much does that change the game? It has to change it tremendously. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see how pitchers adapt to it. I'm sure, as a, like, as a, as a hitter, how does it change your – does it have a big impact on the hitter? This would be a Ryan Klesko yeah. question, I believe. Yeah. <sighs> you know, some guys <laughs> – Take forever to get in the box. I mean, good. I remember Nomar Garcia Parra? Yeah. Played he, at Georgia Tech, didn't he? He would do. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. And then, you know, it'd take forever to take a pitch. You'd step out and this and that. And suddenly you're sitting there going, come on, man. You know, and then we have like the, and then there's a guy that, Steve Traxel, Traxel, uh, played for the Cubs. I think he was a minute, between a minute and a minute 15 between every pitch. Wow. His, his nickname, if you Google his name, it'll say human rain delay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's amazing. In, in every game he pitched in, it was a three-hour and 30-minute game. And you want to get on the bus, you want to have dinner. So I, I see it. I, I, I'm with Corey. I, let's let it play out. Let's see how it is. Wow. You know, it shortens the games a little bit. It, it, it makes the pitchers – and the hitters work a little bit, and it's, it's all about the fans. And you got to give MLB. They're they're trying to get the fans. They're trying to make sure everything is going good. They're trying to. The only thing that, that that I don't think the owners would agree upon. Now they have a shortened game, 
And, you know, if it's going to end 30 minutes earlier, well, they stopped selling beer in the seventh inning, and beer's 1950 for four ounces, <laughs> you know, at every stadium. So they're yeah. going to lose a lot of money on, on uh, beer, hot dogs, pizza, and all that stuff. So I don't, I don't yeah. think the owners, I mean, I don't know. We'll Liquor see. Liquor drinks, too. I, I actually I, saw that. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. I actually saw the stat that uh, the spring training, the pitch, the pitch clock actually shortened the games by 26 minutes on average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is a lot of beer. I, yeah. I just think of the <laughs> – You got your focus in the right place. That's why, that's yeah. why I love you, man. <laughs> I just think of those games in the postseason, like those, those uh, like game seven scenarios, and when, when it, a lot of it comes down to pitching duels, you know, and those where you can feel the tension. I just wonder – you know, I guess we're going to find out soon enough. Like, how does that change that that sensation in the playoffs? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Corey came up in the playoffs. They should get an extra five seconds. Yeah, seriously, or that would be a good idea. Or just take it away. I would leave. Just get rid of it. Yeah, I was thinking maybe after the. Maybe after in the second half, uh, maybe we could start not having the clock from the seventh inning on, and right. then no no clock in the playoffs, and that way we yeah. don't have to lose the drama. Of the we saw we saw that one game in. I can't remember which game it was, but a game. Uh, no, it was the ninth inning. They were tied up, and the game, the inning ended on a uh, walk or a yeah, strikeout. On a, on a, strikeout. Yeah, Wasn't that the first? Braves? Yeah, from the Braves. That was the first, the first, first spring training game of the year. It was. Yeah, okay. yeah. Gotcha. and we lost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can't. Yeah, you can't do it like that in the playoffs. Getting to the World Series no. decided by a, no, no, no. the pitch clock walk off yeah. walk. Come yeah. on. Yeah. I agree. I think we've got something going here. I think they're eventually they're going to work their way through it. I think we're like they we're all waiting sure. to see, you know. Um, Maybe, like I said, playoff games or towards maybe the last couple of weeks of the season when these teams maybe give them an extra five or ten seconds. Uh, you know, I definitely don't want Street, uh, Steve Traxel coming back out of retirement. <laughs> the human rain delay. The human rain delay. Man, I, I mean, I took off my so batting good. gloves. I changed my socks. I put in a T-shirt on my uniform. He still hasn't thrown pitch two yet. He walked to the truck. <laughs> yeah. And the umpires, you know, he's mad. I'm like. How does he work that slow? Because the umpires want to go home. Sure. We all want to go home eventually. I mean, you're yeah, out there at some point. standing there going, he's, you know, he's walking around the mound, <laughs> rosin bag. Builds like, a sandcastle. What are we doing here? It's a three-hour walk. I drew, I, I, I drew a walk. It was like 35 minutes in the game. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's unreal. So Braves won 7-2 to two today, and uh, we didn't need our Let's closer. Go. That go. was pretty cool. Let's uh, go. Didn't need our closer because of that, but uh, – our, we had A.J. Minter uh, finish the game, and I'm thinking maybe A.J. Minter needs his shot as the closer uh, at some point. I, I like Texas Ryan. A&M Aggies, and I think he's a great pitcher, and he's got that intensity. And, and who's our other closer, Ryan? We got, uh, th- th- he's n- not available right now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's tight or something. He'll, he'll be back soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's him. Yeah, what, the, the, what's there's the so many stuff in spring training with it. You know, you're trying to work things through. You know, you're going to see the pitch counts down. You know, they're going to, it's it's a long time. The pitchers are the one, the last ones to get get there. You know, and uh, you know, we'll see. There's so many guys in that bullpen. You know, that they can close the game. But I I, I like I think uh, you know they're going to work it through it. You know, a lot of times throughout the season, you use different guys in different times. Some guys get a little tired. Some guys there's a better matchup, especially with the new stats. You know, you get, you got three lefties going in a row, and you got a lefty in the bullpen. It's that they're hitting 120 against that you know that snit can use that guy right you know you just you can look at the numbers it's a lot more detailed now with the numbers yeah. also Max Fried had to leave in the fourth inning yeah. today that was rough that's, uh, that's what I was going to ask hamstring it's issue tough news yeah so I wonder how serious is it is it, have, have they said anything they said he's going to be on the IL they they have and you said that earlier when wow. we were eating he was like wow. he's going to be on the IL and sure it's, enough at five least minutes later weeks, yeah it's like well, Ryan Klesko says it it happens that was pretty <laughs> impressive I must admit. 
Well, I think we'd rather have him get healed up now and then he's ready for the season than uh, try to, you know, force his way back too quick. So uh, Max Fried is an ace, though, and I think he's about to get paid. He's probably worth a lot more than he's being paid by the Braves right now, and he might be another one of those guys that we better enjoy while we have him because Could I don't be. know that the Braves can afford him too what, much longer. Speaking of it, it was were you all upset by Dansby's departure? Were you, were you okay? Levi, how did you feel about it, Corey? What did you all think? I, I have a lot of faith in Alex. Me too, in Alex we I trust. I really do. Um, yeah. I, I think we're going to be okay with shortstop position. Uh, I personally think it's going to be Grissom for the majority of this year, honestly. Yeah, um, hopefully when he, you know, he's yeah. he's starting down at at, at Triple A Gwinnett. They just right. they just gave Arcia that three year deal, which is which is good. I mean, and and he, you know, he was a starter for the Brewers for right. you know three or four seasons. So it's not like he's a you know a scrub by any means. And and he he put in the work today. It was a little weird with there was a lot of errors in the game. I don't know if you guys saw that with the, with the sand, with the sun and the I guess the yeah. wind and the and the cold. It was. That there was balls dropping all over the field that typically wouldn't. So uh, and Arcia had one of those. It was yeah, sure. it was odd to see. Well, he was one for one for four today. I mean, that's what you yeah you kind of hope for as a guy to hit you know two fifty to two seventy five and do some damage and 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 hold a position. You know, I mean, that's pretty much shortstop. But uh, yeah, I mean, Vaughn Grissom's. You know, I, I feel he's gonna be, he's gonna be the guy. But Arcia Arcia could get you know Sitra's a really good hitting coach. There's, you know you know guys just. Can can get better, and that's the thing is if, if you know if it gets with a good hitting coach, you never know what's going to happen. So, you know, I, I I it does suck that Dansby left, and uh, it does. But it's a business, and everybody's like everybody's it's a business. So they have a little extra money left over in case they need to go get another closer, or another starting pitcher. I'm I'm hoping Soroka comes back and gives them me too. And then I mean you're they're going to be loaded in the starting position. That's so right. we got some yeah, Soroka fans in here. If, if he gets back to even closer to what he was, you're talking about a guy can come in and shut an offense down. And they're just and, they're, and right now they're like they don't even worry. But say if he comes back, it's a plus. So you can put him in the bullpen. He can close games. He's got nasty stuff. And people, don't, I mean, he was in the All Star game and he was one of the top starters yeah. there. He just we pray that he gets back healthy. You know, injuries it sucks. He's gone through a, a lot. But uh, I, I keep asking. I always call the guy How's Roka doing? You know, so I just know that if he ever gets back to true form, uh, he can he can definitely be one of those guys. And uh, you know, like I said, Dansby was solid. But you know, when you when you're stacked in in the minor leagues and you got Guys like Vaughn Grissom coming up, you have to look at it and say, okay, I need to keep my rotation intact. I need to keep these, like, you know, hold the money for, you know, we have to pay max or something like that. Pitching is always, you got to hold on to them. There's always, we got a great offense. So, I mean, that's probably, probably why I got traded, you know. I mean, you know, they look at it, it's like, Let's see. We're going to keep Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz, or Klesko. Klesko, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, we like you for, and all. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know what I'm saying? It's a business, so you don't get rid of that, and then you can always bring guys in, and, and, and that's what people don't understand. It sucks that he left. It sucks that Freddie left. But it's a business, and it sucks when you get traded. Um, but, you know, it was, it was a good run. I was glad that I got to go play back in South, Southern California. But, again, it's, you, people take it so personally. You know, I remember Sherholtz sure, sure – uh, you know, we, there was a decent relationship as a player, but as we got older and we went and did some hunting stuff together, he's like, you know, I still, I got more, I get like death threats on two people when I traded them. Like the most hated, like people wow. hated David Justice and Ryan Klesko. Wow. You know, <laughs> that's so I was like, a pretty good told, feeling. Yeah, so I was like, oh, cool, that's cool. You know, you got some you hate got mail. Some you should, you should have. You <laughs> traded me the day before Christmas. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah, I heard that's Lauren Morrow. Down. I heard Lauren Morrow wrote one of those letters. So. <laughs> that's yeah. right. It was like a day or two before Christmas. I just built my gym. Yeah, I got a new house out in Covington, or I got a farmhouse. You've been traded to San Diego. I was like, <laughs> well, you've been traded. I was really mad. 
And then San Diego, I was like, okay, at least I get to go close close to home. Yeah. You know, and they just got done beating us in the World Series. I think was it ninety eight? Yeah, ninety eight. So they had a decent team. They kind of just just you know got rid of some guys for agents and stuff. But it was it was a good time. I wouldn't change it. I mean, I I really enjoyed going back to San Diego and finished my career with. uh, with some uh, with Bruce Bruce Bochy and and watching Barry Bonds break the all time home run yeah, record, pretty impressive. Went and picked me up in the dugout. I turned him Barry into a redneck. Well, that's good. <laughs> we don't have enough. Yeah. I mean, in the world, he loves he loves to hunt and shoot a bow and and fish and not necessarily fish, skeet and hunt. But uh, I turned Barry Bonds into a redneck. That's awesome, man. I mean, not everybody can say that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, I about, well, I wanted to ask yeah, yeah. Tug about the uh, you know, the rules. We've been talking about the new rules, and there's two rules that I like, actually. I, I, I kind of complain about the clocks and the big bases, but um, I love the new schedule where we play every team at least once. That's exciting to me. And then I also kind of like uh, uh, the thing with no shift, and I wanted to ask Ryan as an infielder, what do you think about the, the new rule where there's no shift, and as a hitter, too? I mean, I like it because I, you don't you don't like to see everybody all shifted all over and you know in places where they've never been before, and then guys start changing their swings. And I I understand that you can still do a somewhat shift. You can play up the middle. You just can't put everybody yeah, over it's there. It's got to be on either side. Of yeah, you, you you know everybody moves everybody over, and then a guy gets a pitcher makes a great shot and jam shots, and he punches in the hole because there's the second baseman's not there anymore, and it would normally be a routine grounder. Second, it's going to help the offense. I I do like. The glo- I mean, I, I do like they did that. Yeah, that, if I could choose one, that would be the one. Corey, what, what, where, are you, do you care about the shift at all when they took the, take the third baseman, throw him in right field? I, not really. Not as much as the – to me, the, the, the level of – that I'm watching the games at, Yeah. the, the uh, pitch clock made a much, much bigger difference. And, okay. You know. Yeah, no, and I like it. What, were you upset when any of the Braves, as a Braves fan, like when, when Dansby left or when Freddie Freeman left? No. Did, it, did it bother you at all? I mean, I would have preferred to keep seeing them in a Braves uniform. Sure. But, yeah, like like Ryan said, it's a business. Like, I, I get that, uh, you know. It, I, but I, I I think people, when they see the, the authenticity of, like, Freddie and Dan, Dansby, like, you can tell those people love the Braves organization. Sure. They're, they're always going to be Braves. That's right. Um, that, that kind of thing doesn't go away. And I think most people understand that, you know. These are – Yeah, it's just like, well, yeah. it's just like Ryan. I mean, Ryan was traded away. Yeah. He's still – everybody considers him a Brave. Like, if you ask anybody who Ryan Klesko played for, San Diego's not the top of their list. It's the Atlanta Braves. Unless you go to San Diego. Well, <laughs> we, we try not to go out there much. <laughs> I think you're a future Braves Hall of Famer myself. That's yeah. right. That's what that's I think. Right. What do you folks think? Braves Hall of Famer? That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> of course, the home opener, we're playing uh, the San Diego Padres uh, the next Thursday, April 6th, against the Padres. You want to give us a scouting report on your uh, other team? What do you know about them this year? Anything? Yeah, they're good. You know, the, the new ownership came in, spent some money. Um, they're, they're solid. They, they've got a good, uh, you know, they're going to try to make a run out for a few years. And, uh, you know, great organization. Uh, Trevor Hoffman, those guys. But uh, you know what? <laughs> my, son, my son, he's so bad about it. He'll wear stuff, and he, he gets me in trouble all the time. He, like, we were playing, the Dodgers are playing the Braves. Um, you know, not when we beat them last year. A couple of years ago when we got beat, and we're home, and we got the my buddy's tickets um, that owns Cool Ray down there, uh, Ken Haynes, and he's worn a Dodger hat. Uh-oh. And he's right there. Every pitch is with, on TV. Oh, and I'm no. sitting next to him, and my phone's blowing up. <laughs> then, then, like, the top brass, my bra- the Braves are texting my phone, your son's got a Dodger hat on. I'm just oh, taking, I'm taking a beating. 
And he's like, he's like 10. And I look over, and I'm, I'm like, son, you're getting me in a lot of trouble. He goes, and he stands up, just to let everybody know. And he's got the Braves jersey on. Oh, okay, I got it. And then they go, oh, okay. They said, well, you know, he's got the hat on. Can we move it around or something? But he was 10. He loves the Dodgers. I don't know why. I mean, Dave Roberts... Former teammate was really nice to him, and a lot of the guys. You know, I think nowadays with the kids, they like teams, but they're really they got their players, the players. like. So he likes Trout, he likes Machado, he likes you know Freddie Freeman, he likes all these guys. So if if, if their team's playing, he'll pull for him. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think that's right. I think you nailed it. You see that a lot more with with people wearing you know specific jerseys or whatever. They they have the guys that they pull for, and there's a lot of Braves fans that are probably still very big Freddie Freeman fans, and as long as he's not playing the Braves. Yeah, yeah, you're probably cheering for him as long as he's not playing the Braves. Yeah, I mean that's—I I don't think it's. But that when uncommon. he when he plays the Braves, uh, stick it in his ear. Yeah, yeah, holler, <laughs> boo <laughs> as loud as you possibly can. Look, I, because he's yeah he's the enemy at that point. I'm just kidding around. But speaking of ears, though, uh, you know it's the Braves Country Podcast, and we love talking baseball, but we also love music and uh, any and we love uh, all things about the South, but especially music. And uh, we've got two great musicians up here. That's right. And what do you all think? We uh, maybe we should ask Let for some go. music. So, uh, starting with Corey Smith, uh, you got a new record coming out soon called Suburban Draw. I love that name. Oh, you know, I don't, other than to you guys, I don't even think I've told anybody what it's called. Oh, we just, oh, we just yeah. let the cat so out of the bag. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you blew it. <laughs> so, you've been in the studio twice and uh, in the Braves uh, Radio Network, and we Talking appreciate about you coming a backfire. <laughs> and, uh, and we're glad you joined us tonight, but do you think you would? You play a song from your new uh, untitled record, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> the one that no one's ever heard of. Oh, well, since you did that, since you ruined my surprise on the album title, I'm uh -huh. gonna I'm gonna mess you up, and I'm gonna sing a controversial song. Okay, oh, yeah, all right. It's likely to get you guys in trouble. Uh -oh. well, <laughs> it won't be the first time. Uh, is this uh, muted? All right. All right. All right. Well, I have, I've got a bunch of music that uh, I've finished up over the past few years, made a record, or uh, finished a record back in August, and times have changed, because uh, back in the day when I'd finished a record, I'd get the CDs printed myself, and we'd, get, we'd order like three or 400 of them, and uh, we'd take them to the shows and sell them at the shows, or we had a website so people could go online and they could buy the CDs online, which meant my wife would go outside and get one of the CDs and like handwrite all the packaging, you know, all the address and everything. But now, when you, when you put out something new, everybody just streams it. So, um, this is the most recent song I put out that people can actually uh, stream, um, and it's a uh, it's true story, uh, which I think I think true stories are important. It's my favorite part of doing this job because I get to. You know, tell people about shit that's. Uh, can I say that? Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll let it slide. We'll let yeah. it slide. I get to tell people about stuff that's happened to me. You know, and and there, there's a little fear associated with it because you know you tell people a, a story that means something to you and and people don't respond. It kind of hurts your heart and it kind of for me it makes me feel a little messed up. Like oh man, I thought I was normal. So it's always great when I write a song that's true. And it and it resonates with people. Then I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, I'm not I'm not as messed up as I thought. Like people had similar experiences. Uh, so this is a this is a true story, except for a few parts that we made up uh, for dramatic purposes or you know whatever. I'm gonna see if you guys have had similar experiences. I don't know. Eyes out in Daddy's wood shop, about 17 years old. 
Stacking up some lumber, sweeping sawdust off the floor. Way over in the corner, I smelled something kind of strange. I looked behind a can of paint and found a bag of Mary Jane. (laughs) (laughs) It threw me for a loop, had me feeling all mixed up. Cause daddy always told me only hippies smoke that stuff Well I knew damn good and well he wasn't leaning to the left He'd rather die and go to hell than listen to the grateful dead The day I found my daddy's weed It's one of my favorite memories that's when I learned this apple didn't fall far from the tree. I did a lot of growing up the day I found my daddy's weed. <laughs> now mom was getting groceries and dad was out of town. So I sat there on the workbench contemplating what I'd found. I went from feeling kind of pissed to thinking what the hell I got my bowl out of the truck and broke off a little for myself. (laughs) You're damn right. (laughs) Well, that shit was awful sticky. It had crystals on the leaves. Smelled kind of like a skunk and kind of like a Christmas tree. It might have come from California or maybe Colorado, but it was on a different level than what I was getting down the road. The day I found my daddy's weed, I knew the truth and it set me free. Well, that's when I learned this apple didn't fall far from the tree. I did a lot of growing up the day I found my daddy's weed. (laughs) Well, I only hit it once, and damn, it hit me hard. I flew straight to the moon and back, sitting in the yard. Suddenly, I understood why daddy loved to work so much. When we heard him out there coughing, it wasn't from the dust. The day I found my daddy's weed. Oh, it still gets to me. The little blonde haired boy who used to bounce upon his knee became the man out in the backyard stoned on daddy's weed. <laughs> I saw messed up on daddy's weed. <laughs> yeah. Stoned on daddy's weed. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Wow. Hey, folks, Corey, thank you for uh, being here and playing on the very last edition of the British Country Podcast. I don't believe we need to go to the office or the studio on Monday, Chuck. (laughs) Ryan, we need to make a couple phone calls to those people with the top brass you're talking about. Yeah, maybe you can help us keep our gig. Um, You know, uh, but actually, we might, like I said last week when somebody played a song about weeds, I don't understand. Uh, you know, first of all, for all you little leaguers out there, we're talking about the infield grass, That's and right. um, yeah. 
And second of all, we're hoping that the Scots lawn care folks will give us a sponsorship because so, they're That's killing right. weeds, they're all, killing over the weeds all over the place. That's right. <laughs> Feed the lawn. Feed it. You've seen those before. Uh, you got to play to your strengths, I suppose. Hey, yeah, Levi right. Lowry, you're over there as well, sir, and I'm hoping you got a song about weed. <laughs> I feel for certain. Actually, uh, I was going to ask you, the parts that you added for dramatic purposes, was that... The, when your mom was at the grocery store? Exactly. <laughs> that was the only thing? Yeah, they were divorced. Everything uh, else yeah. was true. <laughs> <laughs> you picked right up on it. That's, dark, yeah. that's impressive, man. Dark, well, sorry. We know better than that because if you have smoked weed before, you know that that's true because she is going to the store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Levi, you've got a ton of hit songs. Uh, if you folks don't know Levi Lowry, he's written a ton of great songs. He's got great albums. And uh, he wrote a few with the guys from this band called Zach Brown Band, which uh, I'm a fan of. And, uh, yes, sir. Let's go. He actually wrote a song with me on the, uh, it's going to be on the new, uh, the new Untitled, Untitled record. <laughs> People aren't actually, supposed to know about that one either, but we're, we're letting cats out of the bag. So May as well. Uh, I have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. I, <laughs> Witness protection program. I have, I've got a, I'm calling an audible. Okay. Or, hey, that's, everybody is apparently, so what okay. do you got? <laughs> why, why stop now? There's no audibles in baseball, but apparently there are tonight. That's okay. <laughs> Welcome to Athens. Well, it's gonna, new rules, right? It's I, like baseball. Steel. I promise you're going to appreciate this. Okay. One. This great. is also coming, this is coming out of my new record, which is coming out this year. Oh, great. At some point. <laughs> also untitled, I bet. I no, no, know. you can say the name of this Oh, one. What's, what's, okay. what's your record called? Uh, like, I have a note on it right yeah. here. Another way. That's right. Another way. That's right. All right. Cool. Um, now, now that one, I heard that uh, Vince Herman from Leftover Salmon recorded a version of that song uh, of the title track. He did. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, are you happy with that? You love it when people record I your love music. It. I know. He, so. cha he changed it to a better way. Uh huh. That's not a joke. Okay. Um. <laughs> so he's trying to go for the co-write now. He's not just covering. Oh, he, got, his... he got the co-write. Oh, I'm sure I wrote, he did. I wrote it yeah. with him. I wrote Write a word, get a third. Is what I hear. And uh, it's incredible. Like he, he did a great job. It's. A little bit more bluegrass and upbeat than I typically do it, but I'm, I'm not going to play that song now. Sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but you should check out Vince Herman's version. It's a great record. The whole album is really great, actually. You, you'll love it, I promise. If you don't, just don't tell anybody about it. Um, <laughs> if you do, tell everybody. But this, this one's coming off of uh, the new record as well. It's called Weeds. Oh, perfect. I'll be. <laughs> Maybe we could get traded to the Padres or something. <laughs> yeah, sit back to the miners. My family tree looks a little more like weeds. You can't judge a fruit until you look hard at the seeds. Well, I ain't saying I ain't nothing. Oh, I know I'm more than that. Well, I climbed a thousand barbed wire fences to wind up where I'm at. Yeah, I keep running, they keep wrapping around my knees. Weeds. I got all these vices, they're smart as they are strong. And they just come on creeping back every time I think they're gone. Yeah, I'm a sucker for a good time. I'm good at being bad I'm a sneaky SOB When I need what I can't have yeah, It's a hunger I keep trying not to feed Weeds Well, Lord, won't you have mercy on this 
poor old heart of mine. I keep falling down and getting up. I'm tangled up in trying. I guess what I'm saying is we all wind up in dirt. We're all pushing through the something that makes the pushing hurt. But ain't it funny how a blade of grass can cut right through the ice? Ain't it crazy how you cut it down? It always comes back twice. But ain't it funny how they fight like you and me? We. Lord, won't you have mercy on this poor old heart of mine? I keep falling down and getting up. I'm tangled up in trying. Na 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 Levi Lowry, Levi Lowry, ladies and gentlemen. It's amazing, man. Such a beautiful song. I mean, so relatable. I think we, I think we all can, you know, look at your own family tree and you, you're, you can find yourself in that song. I love that. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and skin remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Thank you so much for being part of the Braves Country Podcast today. and appreciate you listening. Appreciate the folks coming here live. Um, let's talk a little more about the Braves. I want to get to some George Bulldog conversation, too, since we're in Athens, Georgia today. Let's go, dogs. How about them dogs? Um, so I guess maybe we can, we can, I guess we'll start out. Let's start with dogs talk then. Corey, let's go to you first. You know, these are main dogs. I mean, come on. Every dog has a day. Come on. Now, quarterback for uh, UGA. You know, Stetson Bennett's moved on. Uh, Going to end up, you know, in the NFL likely. Um, Carson Beck, the backup. How do you you feel about that? You you feel pretty good that Georgia's in good hands? 
I feel like we've got a lot of talent back there, and I think the competition is going to be great, and I think we're going to end up with a guy for the job. I mean, yes, it, sir. It's, a, it's a good situation to be in, I think. I think so, it's, too. It's great to be a Georgia Bulldog. You know? Son, it always is. <laughs> Even oh, no. a bad day. Even a bad day as a Georgia Bulldog is a good day. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, I, I think they're going to be terrific. Um, what do you all think? I mean, I, we'll bring Ryan and, and Levi and Scott, too. Back to back to back national championship? Is that possible? That's crazy talk. That's what is that possible? <laughs> I just always want to win the SEC. That's all I care about. All that other stuff is bonus to me. And if you win the SEC, that is the national championship to me. Fair enough point. I think most people agree with that most of the time. That was, that was, can we quote you on that? Do you like, I that? like that? Yeah. We need to. Because I'm looking for a job with the dogs now because this Braves thing, it clearly <laughs> is <laughs> it's clearly over. <laughs> it's ran its course. <laughs> no, it's but I did. I did. Did I hear? A, we got a tech fan in the house. Is that? Did I hear? Oh, a tech impossible. Yeah, that's right now. All right. Get my, a rope. My yeah, my son's <laughs> best friend. Uh, the, um, if you see me checking my phone, it's because my son's playing baseball tonight, and, and so I'm checking the scores. And uh, but my son's best friend, he just took a walk on as a, a quarterback at Georgia Tech, and his huh. his dad played at Tech. Wow. Um, he didn't make it. Uh, he he was on the '90 national championship team. But he was kicked off for grades. He finished up at Georgia Southern. So all his buddies have national championship rings. And his dad was an All-American at Georgia Tech. Uh, Rufus Guthrie was his name. Went and was drafted like the first, uh, tenth overall for the San Diego Chargers. So I mean, it was. Um, it, I mean, it's so a, your son's friends walking on at Tech. Yeah, and going and what's his I, name? His name is Ben Guthrie, and all I right. guarantee you, you will see that kid start. He's the, he was the starting oh. quarterback at Alpharetta for three right. or four years. I'm telling you, that kid's going to do incredible stuff. So I do have a soft spot now for Georgia Tech. So uh, uh, there we go. Right. We got a Tech friend. The lamest frat party I ever went to was at Georgia Tech. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? The lamest frat oh, party. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> well I, I, that's not that's not an accolade that you want to claim. I don't think is it. I know I, they invited me to play at it. Yep. Got, they even, they paid me, and I thought it was a joke. I got invited to come and play a frat party at Georgia Tech, and I was like, are they going to get down there and beat the shit out of me? Like, what's, uh, what's going on? And, and I went down there, and basically every stereotype I had of what a Georgia Tech frat party would, would be, be was was fulfilled. It just yeah, it was like, was like yeah, that's a sweater vest and uh, Killian's red in the keg. Um, yeah. It was uh, yeah. well. not not a lot of ladies there <laughs> well. until until we started playing, and then they all left right after we were done. <laughs> I tried, I tried, I did the best I could. All right, but the people were extremely nice. That's I feel like some friends, and the, and and I have a lot of friends that are tech fans, and that's one Me of the great too. things about. Uh, this rivalry and any, any rivalry, it's sure. fun, you know. Like it is. Uh, I hate tech, but you yeah. know, I, like I, I get it. It's, it's it, make, it makes it fun. But M- my my son's <laughs> best friend's dad made because I always cheered for tech as long as they were playing Georgia. You know, I just it was it's Georgia. I love the state of Georgia more than anything in the world. And and my son. I don't believe I'd have told that part. <laughs> what that I love Georgia more che- than anything. Cheer for tech. I, Come on. As long as I ain't playing Georgia, I, I always I always have. I, I really have. And All right, let's get off the tech thing. We're yeah. talking about baseball, Georgia yeah, exactly. baseball. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. And football. Enough. All right. All right but, so hey, but the dogs, we got to talk about, you can't just talk about dog base, but football. You got to talk about the, the, the baseball team here. They've got yeah. a, they've got a yeah, good Scott good Strickland. Guy. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Cannon just got drafted out of uh, Georgia. He's playing yeah. with the White Sox, another yeah, different. I'm always family. pulling for those guys. They've, they've had a lot of talent, and, and uh, Strickland's a, a friend of mine, and I'm pulling for him. It's, it's a tough deal because, I mean, you look at who they play in the conference and stuff. But uh, one of these years, we're going to call College World Series. And, uh, you know, great facility, great coach, a lot of great players coming through. Um, you know, and, and, of course, the the football teams have been unreal. You know, yeah, it's hard. 
you know. Matt, so, I mean, that's just, that's, again, it's like, it's like any other team, like being a world champion. I mean, who's done that in like any sport, you know, national champions two or three years in a row, but they can definitely do it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a feat, but they, it's definitely possible. And Corey, you were hanging out with Kirby Smart when they won the back to back. Buddy, weren't you? I don't know if I would, I was hanging out and Kirby Smart was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I was totally hanging out with him. I saw no. you got a selfie with <laughs> yeah. him or something. It, would, it looked like you were hanging out with but him. But you flew out and played for the national championship. Oh, it was incredible. It was incredible. It was one of the, the coolest nights of my life. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd heard the story about uh, Luke Bryan being down, hanging out with everybody after the, uh, the Natty in Indianapolis, and they were saying that, you know, he, would, he I think he got up at some point and was singing and everything, and I was so I was so jealous. It's like, man, you know. And then it, it was completely fate this year that, we, like, we were on a charter bus from from the field back downtown to go to the hotels. And a, a buddy of mine, uh, it was like, hey, you should got you guys should come over. And uh, I didn't really know what to expect. And long story short, I, like, we went from sitting on the bus like basking in the glory of the of the thing and. Uh, an hour later, we, we walk into this room and like there's open bar and like Kirby's there, the whole coaching staff's there, and like uh, I, it's Matthew Stafford was there, and I hadn't seen Matthew since like it'd been probably ten years since I'd seen him, so it was just it was a blast. Uh, yeah, it was a blast. I bet it, it was. I mean, I, I can't imagine. I, I was watching at home and. We, you know, drove to the Sporting Goods store immediately and bought national championship shirts. You know, that's my son and I's new tradition. We've done it two years in a row. I woke up the, I woke up the next morning, opened my eyes, and was like, did that all happen? Or was that just a really, you know, crazy dream? It was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> that just happened. Yeah. But Ryan Klesko is right. We are on the Braves Country Podcast, and we want to get back to the Bravos. And I want to ask each member of the panel, uh, starting with Levi down there, is there a player on the Braves that you think might be the MVP this year? Might win the MVP award? Any which which player on the Braves would you pick to be the MVP if 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 you could? Man, we were talking about it a little bit upstairs. I, it's hard to not pick Riley. Yeah, Austin Riley. Yeah, he's yeah for that. Yeah, Chipper has been working. If I'm not mistaken, Chipper has kind of worked with him over the last couple of years, and you can see the benefits of having yeah. a hitting coach named Chipper Jones. And Chipper's sure. back this year as a kind of a hitting consultant, yeah. so maybe he's going to help out a little yeah, bit again. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. What about you, Corey? Uh, is there a pick for the MVP from the Braves for you? I'm not going to be so bold to make a prediction like that. Well, ask me in two months. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 <laughs> You're a realist. Who would Takes you like to see? Who would you like to see win it? Do you have a player that you just would like to see? That I really win? like Austin Riley. Okay. Like, yeah, uh, uh, I love Albies, but I don't think we're, you know, I, those are the, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, predictions, I mean, all you have to do is watch ESPN. They get every prediction wrong. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to jinx anybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What about you, Cholesco? Man, you there's, there's so many guys I'm sitting here looking at this lineup. It's unbelievable. You know, uh, Riley's definitely got a shot, but being these guys pick Riley for already and the way Olsen's spring training is and the way he's kind of changed his new swing and but you got Albies and, and Acuna back in the running too and uh, Albies is healthy but I'm, I'm gonna stick with Ole I think Ole's you know he's got a good yeah. chance to be in I mean he's just you know all these guys got the potential I mean you just yeah. never know got to stay healthy God willing and uh stay healthy and see what happens just it, you know it's a tough division too well, I thought a really cool thing that happened today was uh Snit uh, starting Albies off in the cleanup position, I thought that really, uh, 
you know, batting him clean I up today. It. it was a real show of respect and, and confidence in him that he's coming back off the injury and he's saying, look, you're our guy. And he's got pop, man. Yeah, and I think Ozzie he might Albee's win. Ozzy uh, Albies, I'm picking him for the comeback player of the year and the MVP this year. That's what I'm Goodness hoping happens this year. Yeah, All right. Bold predictions, trying to keep my job around here. Uh, I'm going to go with Olsen as well. Oh, I, I think I think Matt Olson is just going to um, – I think he's going to blow it up, and, and he, he was so hot during spring training, and he comes out today and plays really, really well. I, I, I think that's the way you go, man. And he – you know, and people are like, Freddie, who? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's such a strong lineup. And, again, it's a business. <laughs> they want to hold the pitching. They had, to, they had to let someone go, and unfortunately it was Dansby this year and uh, – you know, they saved a little bit of money with Olsen or uh, getting Olsen last year with Freddie, too. So, you got to make the moves, man. I'm looking forward so much. Well, all these ball players, uh, football players for the Dogs, uh, players for the Braves, they're heroes to us in a way. But uh, the real heroes out there, folks, are our first responders and our veterans. And uh, that's why on the Braves Country Podcast, we support the Shepherds Men and the Warrior Alliance. And uh, they're two great organizations that are based here in Georgia. And we have a silent auction going on out there in the lobby at the table. It ends at 8.30, and uh, you can go to thewarrioralliance.org or shepherdsmen.com to find out a lot more about these two organizations, two events that they have coming up that I want to make sure everybody knows about. Uh, the Warrior Alliance has the Veteran Impact Awards Thursday, May 11th, 2023 at the Roxy, the Coca-Cola Roxy at the Battery Atlanta. That's the Veteran Impact Awards. It's going to be a great show. Get your tickets for that uh, at uh, thewarrioralliance.org. That's Thursday, May 11th. And then the Shepherds Men, they have a Murphy Music, uh, the Murphy Music and Brews Festival coming up. It's Saturday, April 22nd. Uh, it's in downtown Murphy, North Carolina, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, two bands are going to play, the War Hippies and a band called Driving and Crying. You heard of them? Love that band. Great band. So, uh, so folks, we want to make sure you support these organizations. Uh, the last time we did one of these live ones, we had both uh, organizations have, live, uh, have uh, representatives come out and... Uh, we're going to give uh, a donation uh, with the money that we get from this uh, silent auction out here in the audience. So please, there's a great baseball out there that's uh, signed by Ryan Klesko, and he put uh, 95 World Series champs on there, which is a rare thing to see. So uh, check that out on your way out tonight, and make sure you support these two organizations. Yes, please do that. Do we have veterans here with us today? A veteran All right, here? stand up if you're a veteran. Oh, yeah, please stand up yeah. so we can recognize you. Yes, sir. Walk, All right, walk everybody, sir. give it up. There you go. Walk we got right. another... Marine another Corps. hero in the back. Marine Corps, too. All right. Yeah, we've got two Marines in the All house. All right, Let's two go. Marines. We're safe. Yeah. Um, Thanks for your service, fellas. We really appreciate you guys. I was in the Navy, so we just toted y'all around. That's what we always did <laughs> on the ship. <laughs> but, uh, but no no better than our men and women in uniform, man. There's just nothing better. They are the bravest. They're the greatest. And they make us a, a better place to live in a better country. So God bless them. God bless America. And uh, thank you to the Warrior Lions and Shepherds Band, too. Just incredible. I say we get back to some more music. Yeah, sir. Let's have some more music. Doug. How about uh, Corey? You think you could uh, work in another one for us? You, you, got, any, you got anything that um, well, super yeah, secret I, squirrel? I will say some, something that Ryan was saying earlier got, got my wheels spinning a lot, just talking about how – and it's not it's not just baseball, but baseball is a great example. But in most, in most sports, that you've got to be resilient and have that you know whether it's next next pitch or next play, whatever that thing is, uh, it, it's on full display in in athletics and in music. A lot of that there's a lot of parallels. You know, if you're on stage and forget a word, which I do all the time, I forget forget lyrics, mess up a guitar part, you've got to be able to forget it. If you can't forget it, you stay on it, you're, the whole thing's going to collapse. So there's a lot of trust in 
like your muscle memory and all the practice, like, okay, I'm ready so that you can make it through those, you know, little hiccups that happen or things, you know. Um, and I find that overall, like in the course of a career, it takes that same sort of mentality. In music, there's a lot of ups and downs. Not every show is a big sold out uh, show. Not every record is well received. Um, there, there's a lot of a lot of ups and downs. So it's a, a, a big part of, of making it as long as I have in the music business is learning how to cope with that and, and try to move on. Uh, and I had a really hard time in the in the in the pandemic all the time at, at home. Um, and I, I got to that. I, I was in one of those moments like, man, this my head's not in a good space. I've got feeling a lot of self doubt. I don't, I don't know. And then it's like something just clicked, and it, and it was, you know, writing writing a song. And I was able to take uh, a lot of times the song will start with just the first line. Um, and in this case, uh, that's that's sort of where it was. It was like uh, I, I wrote the first line and was off to the races, uh, so to speak. So. Ended up being this. I put this song back out uh, out back in January. It's the uh, the first uh, song we're releasing this year off of Suburban Drawl. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, and by the way, uh, I found out Levi was on this gig, and I was pumped. And then I showed up today, and it turns out I know Matt. Matt and I have played together, so that's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you guys feel free to to jump in at any point. I, I have trust and faith in you. <laughs> <laughs> but let me start it off because I'm a time and I'll be screwed up. All right. Co Corey Smith on the Braves Country Podcast. Ladies Let's go. Over. I've been here before. I know the scenery well. Through the dust is the ass end of everyone else. I flew out of the gate like a rocket. Looking like I'd have a win in my pocket. But I hit the dirt and now I'm laying here hurting like hell. But telling myself it set me back. But I'm still in the running. Still in the running, oh, it sure ain't the worst place to be. I fell off track, but my engine's still a humming. There's a better day coming, yeah, I'm still in the running. I've been here before, sleeping out on the couch I wasn't blessed with a talent for shutting my mouth I think I'll wake up and make her some breakfast and go to Jared and buy her that necklace try to clean up the mess that I made up tonight oh, Stay. 
right. I've been here before. I know the scenery well. Staring up at a Bible been stuck on a shelf. Picking my sorry ass off the carpet, putting my wandering eyes on the target, getting back on my feet, it means hitting my knees, yes, I believe it set me back, but I'm still in the running, still in the running, oh, it sure ain't the worst place to be. Let's go. Corey Smith, Levi Lowry, Matt Walker. Thank you. Still in the running. God, I've listened to that song so many times since you played it for us, and, and you, you were gracious oh. enough to let me. Uh, we, we played over on 101.5 because I still work country radio, too. And, man, it's so much fun to hit play on that one. You, I can't tell you how awesome it felt. to. It's been a long time since I've had this happen to me, but I had people texting me and calling me going, man, I just heard your song on the radio. And I was awesome. like, oh, man, that hadn't happened so in a while. Cool. That must have been Tug. I knew it was you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> do what I can. It's no, good to know just, Tug. It's good to know Tug. No, it's not really, but it, it is super cool to be able to hit play on artists that you know and you love and you believe in. Yeah. Man, there's nothing better. That's what radio should be. That's what it should be. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Speaking of guys who've had some songs on the radio, Levi Lowry is down there. And uh, Levi, we'd love to have another song from you. But before we do, I want to point out your uh, guitar strap there. I noticed you got a special baseball-themed guitar strap. What's that all yeah. about? I, uh, had a, there's, a, there's a woman, Kimberly, that is a, a big fan of music and been a fan of mine, thankfully. And she works with Buffalo Hide and wanted to make me something special. So this is actually all the stitching. It's made out of an old baseball glove, and then obviously there's baseballs in the strap. As wow. Well. Very nice. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. She did a good job. Yeah, she did. Cool. Everybody knows that Levi Lowry is a true baseball yeah. fan. That's for sure. Yeah. Levi, yeah. Levi, we got to work on that story, man. Yeah. We yeah. Got, yeah, we got to add something to it. Yeah. You're, you're, At you're, what point you're, did you brave, kill the Your Brave Stadium, and I'm down there. I'm about ready to play some music for the players in the clubhouse, <laughs> and I was watching batting practice, and Olsen ripped a foul ball down the line and uh, hit my sh hit me and they made it a strap into it you know in the shoulder. I got the baseball and I got a, I got yeah. surgery on my shoulder and yeah. I used that same baseball to put that we're gonna add I like that. to keep it close to the to the injury <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> close to my heart yeah. I like it we need, to, we need to like transcribe that that way we can work it all in Levi and you won't forget it now and that way when you tell the story you tell the Ryan Klesko version and also yeah. also well, Levi uh, you got some more you want to expand on the story you gonna write some more to it no i just we're just gonna have to edit that entire section out so that i can tell it without people knowing the origin of the lie oh, <laughs> see covering your tracks yeah. i like it bugs yeah. bunny style they can they can edit well, it this out is there. i mean you guys can't tell anybody either I guess. <laughs> <laughs> come, 
<laughs> this is gonna, this is gonna be too hard to conceal this. Now. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, yeah. Or maybe you tell the real story and be like, and then there's the Ryan Glasgow version of the story. <laughs> right, right, and yeah. you share both. Yeah, I could I do that. That go. is a better story than the actual story. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did take a guy out reading the newspaper. Is the worst scene like in the stadium I've ever seen. And I'm taking batting practice, and oh, man. Pat Corrales throws an inside fastball, and I hit it, and they didn't move the they call it the turtle up close enough, and I ripped a ball in Cincinnati. I mean, hard. The guy's reading the newspaper, and it goes through the newspaper and hits him. He's wearing glasses. And I go down there, and you know, paramedics are going over there, people going. <laughs> and I go down there, and I was like, I'm gonna bring this guy a bat. So I just kind of went over there, and he was pretty much out of it. There was a semi pool of blood laying there, and I said, "Hey, man, here's a bat." And, he goes, <laughs> and then, and then one of my rude teammates was like, "Man, he shouldn't have been reading the newspaper while you were hitting, anyways." <laughs> you do have to pay attention. People don't realize. So that's kind yeah, of the origin sure. of that story. I thought I'd add to that. I like that. <laughs> I do love that you're like, "Here's a, here's what I hit you with." <laughs> you can have the ball my too. <laughs> How often does that happen, though? Would like, would people get hit in in stadiums more than you realize? Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're taking batting practice and you're ripping them in the stands, and you know now they have a lot of netting and stuff. That's not going to happen nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I lost. I think I lost the bat one time in my life. So I've got that story. And then did it I hit lost, somebody? I lost the bat. Like you know, usually you see the players lose the bat. Yeah. You know, you know, rain or whatever. And I never did that. It just one day. I think it was in San Diego, and and it was you know on the bay and misty and. I let that bat came out of my hand, and of course, no net. It smokes this lady, Ooh. and end up being a friend of mine. Oh, yeah, not good. No, are you still friends? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did she keep the bat? Yes, I had to give her lots of bats. <laughs> okay. and, I, and she's like, "Why'd you do?" That? I'm like, "I swear to God, I didn't throw my bat at you." I mean, right. you know, if it had business deal gone bad maybe <laughs> right. but it was it was fine but Why uh, yeah it's that? like so bad but the only time I, i'm like you know guys lose bats all the time some of our teammates will lose them once a week i'm like the one time i lost it like you hit a took off a lady's face half a way goodness oh, no. gracious that's where that's where part they? of the reason the nets and stuff are up yeah. nowadays i mean if those all I mean, it's really good because there's i mean kids are getting smoked i mean it's i mean their balls are coming off the bat over 100 miles an hour you now you're getting back anything. to Corey's song from earlier i don't yeah. know if you talk about kids getting smoked or not yeah but um <laughs> so uh so levi uh I, you got a big event coming up june 3rd before you play a song buddy i wanted you to talk about this uh, special event you got coming up in atlanta on june 3rd will you tell everybody about that uh, and invite the folks yeah, my, um, my wife and a woman named Debbie Schultz, who's a good friend of ours, started a uh, nonprofit called Music Heals. Our first event was last year. It was for John Driscoll Hopkins from the Zach Brown Band. He's got an organization called Hop on a Cure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're doing it again uh, this year. It's on June the 3rd. It's in Alpharetta, Georgia. Blackberry Smoke is headlining. Um, we also have James Otto, Christian Bush, Lily Winwood, Yesterday's Wine. Incredible. Um, yeah, should be a good lineup and great calls. That's right. <laughs> and I'm I'm proud of her. She uh she worked really hard last year. They they basically put the event together in two months and raised somewhere in the neighborhood of three hundred thousand dollars something wow. like that. So um, so I'm I'm very proud of her and, and what she's accomplishing with that. It's called Music Heals. Go to musicheals.life and you can check that out. Very cool. Thank that you for doing awesome. that, Levi. It's great that you're doing that. Well, uh, would you like to play another song from your new record or uh, one of your uh, many hits? What do you What do you think? I'll do uh, I'll do the one that I wrote for Zach. Um, cool. That ended up turning out pretty good for me. When you were talking about, you know, the best hitters in the world failing seven out of ten times, um, 
I, I was, it made me think about music as well and how with music it's like probably 99% of the time that we fail um, just because of the sheer volume of songs that we're turning in. And um, like I've never won a Grammy. I've lost every Grammy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd just be. I, I bet like it was never nice. nominated. I bet it yeah. was nice to be nominated, though. Uh, yeah, that's never, what I was going to no, say. I'm not, yeah. I've never even been nominated. But I, oh, oh, well, well, never mind. That's You're what I mean. Yeah. Oh, okay, got gotcha. <laughs> Every song that I've ever written has has never won a Grammy. That's Good. a lot of failure. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not. But you got a lot way. of great songs, Levi. So. Uh, but was I, it on a Grammy-nominated record? Uh, yes. There you well, go. Well, there you One, go. What are you, you come, on, come on, man. You don't a, need the Grammys validation. A, I don't feel a, sorry for you at all. I feel like you guys are taking me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not complaining. Okay. Yeah. I'm all not right. complaining in the least, but what I'm saying is... There's a common fact with musicians common, and yeah, failing musician in baseball. And baseball. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. just a lot of failure. You get told no all the time. It's just part of the job, but you keep swinging, keep riding. Um, I got very lucky with this one, and it did very well for me. And I've kind of been chasing it ever since, I think. Batten 400, Levi Lowry. She'd trade Colorado if he'd take a win. Closes the door before the winner lets the cold in. And wonders if her love is strong enough to make him stay. She's answered by the taillights shining through the window pane. Said I want to see you again, but I'm stuck in colder weather. Maybe tomorrow will be better. Can I call you then? She said, you're a rambling man. You ain't never gonna change. You got a gypsy soul to blame and you were born for leaving. And had a truck stop down just outside the lane. Not as black the coffee he was drinking And in the waitress eyes He sees that same old light is shining And he thinks of Colorado And the girl he left behind He said, I want to see you again But I'm stuck in colder weather Maybe tomorrow will be better can I call you then? She said, you're a random man. You ain't never gonna change. You got a gypsy soul to blame and you were born to leave. In the rear view, he 
can see far glory as hesitation comes and goes without her knowing and in the distance of the windshield he can see the snow is falling and he wonders if his calling is worth one more goodbye said I want to see you but I'm stuck in cold weather maybe tomorrow will be better can I call you then? she said you're a man you ain't never gonna change you got a gypsy soul to blame and you were born for leaving you were born Levi Lowry. Thank you. On the Braves Country Podcast. Love that song, Levi. Thank too. you for playing that, man. That's just a great song. Much. I think ballplayers and musicians uh, can relate to that, being on the road. And, oh, yeah. and it really takes the support of family at home. Uh, if they're not, if they're just going to throw you under the bus because you've got that gypsy soul, then you, it doesn't work. And I know you have a wonderful family and, you, and, your, and your wife. She's traveling now. Uh, and now the, it's all flipped around a little bit, isn't it? She's, uh, she's off on the road. It is, man. It's actually... Yeah, I don't know how to be or act or live, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, that's clear. We knew but that I do already. Find myself, I do find myself, like, getting offended about things that I used to do. Right. Like when not I calling like you not after... Calling, I knew that was like, coming. hey, wait, what's up, with, what's up with that? What's up with not returning the text message at, uh, yeah. in, a, in a timely fashion? <laughs> She's like, 20 years, honey. Years. <laughs> That's what I've been dealing with. <laughs> God bless her for putting up with you for that for long, sure, for <laughs> right? Sure. And also, that's a great song when the Zach Brown band does it. But uh, you can really feel it when the the writer of a song Agreed. does their their own song. And your your version is always going to be my favorite, buddy. All right, so. no doubt. Thank you. And and there's a little bit with it that the version that Zach put out that that's missing because you included it right there and yeah, it, it's yeah, a couple yeah. lines a little hidden verse there yeah yeah which and that, I, that was the way, that was the way that we originally wrote it and um songs need to live about three minutes three minutes 30 seconds as you know yeah and so we had to cut that verse to to make it a radio friendly do you get a writer credit when you cut something out um <laughs> you're right <laughs> editing credit an editor yeah yeah no, hopefully not. Well, maybe yeah. that's maybe that's how he did get his name on there. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm teasing. <laughs> I've hit play on that one a bunch of times. That was a great song. Well, thank you so Goodness much. Goodness gracious, so good. Thank you all again for being here. We're going to have a little bit more music, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit more Braves baseball. And uh, after the show, uh, we're all going to be out here in the lobby uh, by the uh, the silent auction, and uh, you can get uh, these folks to sign anything if you got something you want uh, some somebody to sign uh, from one of our talented guests here. And uh, but before we do all of that. Uh, we're in the seventh inning of the show, and I know everybody needs to stretch a little bit. It's, the, it's time for the seventh inning stretch, ladies and gentlemen. You know what that means. It's time for Take Me Out to the Ball Let's Game, go. ladies and gentlemen. Let's do it.
Thank you, everybody, for singing. Thank you, everybody, for being here. And now we're in the eighth inning of the show, folks. Eighth inning of the show. All right. Um, last thing. Um, predictions for the 2023 season. Um, do you, let, let's start, Ryan. We'll start with you. What do you think uh, the Braves' win total is this year? Mm, they got a good squad. I, th I think it'll be over 100. Okay. Yeah, they, they're really – I mean, if they got to stay healthy, right? The yes. starting rotation needs to stay healthy in the lineups. But, uh, you know, a team that that's stacked, they're going to they, they, uh, they're gonna be over 100. All right. Yeah, they won 101 last year, so I'm hoping for 102 this year. Corey? Oh, I'm going to agree with Ryan just because well, – why wouldn't I agree with Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> he's been there, done that. He kind of knows. He kind of knows where he is. He's got a good track record. Yeah. <laughs> Levi, what do you think on win totals? Uh, I make the same prediction I do every year. We're going to go undefeated. Undefeated. I'm going to go undefeated and win the World Series in four. Okay. All right. I love it. That's the way to go. 162 and 0. Well, they're on the way. They're 1 and 0 now. They're so, on pace. Uh, hey, so far, I'm right. So yeah. far, you're right. You got the, you got that right. So, folks, we got one more. We got a couple more special things. So, take your seats and let's let's uh, let's wrap this game up well here. We got a couple of things we want to do. Uh, and I see everybody out here, and I, I, I noticed that we have a Braves Country Podcast alumni in the audience, uh, somebody who's been on the show a couple of times, and he's a, he's a great friend of mine and, uh, and uh, somebody who's uh, worked with the Shepherds Band quite a bit. And I want everybody to give a big warm welcome, uh, and maybe we'll see if we can get him to come to the stage. Mr. Kevin Kinney is back there. Let's go! Kevin Kinney, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin, will you come on up here and say hi to everybody? And Levi, maybe you could sit over there by you if you... If you want to help him out, there he is. Speaking of, because uh, he, he's he's doing a show with his band, driving and crying for the Shepherds Band, and then uh, decided to come out here in Athens to uh, to hang out with us, doing the Braves Country Podcast live here at Hotel Indigo in the Rialto Room. Kevo, that's all my favorite people. How you been? How you doing, guy? It's so good to see you today. I had to come support you guys. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, and I had to come check out this room. I'm, I'm playing here in a couple of weeks. So. I saw your poster on the yeah, elevator. Yeah, we wall. were, we saw your poster in the in the elevator, man. So uh, yeah, I can hold your guitar, please. <laughs> that's awesome. Levi's got a guitar in Kevin's hand, so I'm thinking maybe we can convince him to do a song. Okay, uh, if, uh, this is only the third time I've ever played this song. And once yes. I, wrote, I wrote it the morning I, uh, before I did your show. And I have the lyrics I, on my a, a, in my office. And then I did it for Ryan once. And, yes, uh, yes. And then uh, this is only the third time I've ever played this song. But uh, this yeah, is, uh, well, this thank is. you for having me. How y'all doing? Today? Oh my gosh, so so uh, well and better now that you're here. So this song is for the Milwaukee Braves. My, uh, you know, I was I grew up in Milwaukee, so I grew up with the Milwaukee Braves, and then the Braves came to Atlanta, so I followed them. It's a good way to go. I mean, look, I'd follow them anywhere, too. This song is about the Braves, but it's about the Milwaukee Braves. All right. But just to put in context, because it's about my grandfather, who would sit on the porch listening to the Braves. I bet many people can relate to that. Back when they were transistor radios. So I'm going to try to play this song for you. I listened to opening day today on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. so. Folks, please welcome to the Braves Country Podcast, Kevin Kinney of Driving and Crying. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay. Let's go! Hey, uh, okay. <laughs> I remember Grandpa Voss with his transistor radio and your phone on the porch. The Braves are down. 
three to one. After staying, the man hit a double, brought in another run. What a relief. We closed him out with a pop fly to the shortstop after a visit to the mound. In the bottom of the ninth, there's still hope. You get a man on base and another at the plate Trying to get home in the bottom of the ninth Never gave up You got my dog with a shortstop a Visit to the mound and the mother ninth Something like that Sometimes life throws a curve Down in the dirt it's wild I think I'm stealing third I'm so close. <laughs> I seem home plate. Just sacrifice a grounder. We can celebrate. In the bottom of the ninth, never give up. The game's still on and you're on base. Trying to get home in the bottom of the ninth. There's still hope. With our rally caps and pennants. We're standing on our seats in the bottom of the ninth. Now I need somebody to do a play-by-play -play for me. Somebody got to do it. Uh, let's see. Um, big hole in left field. Uh, if he hits one over there, we can dance in the streets. Here's the pitch to Cabrera. Hit to left field. Sip Bream rounding second. Sliding him. How's it going? Sliding well, home. Well, he's not going to go around second. He's going to come around third. Oh, come around, coming home. around third. And why wouldn't you say Ryan Klesko at the plate? And I mean, Ryan Klesko. Yeah, Ryan so How about that? We and, and if Sid if Sid Bream's running, we have a we can still do a seventh inning stretch before he scores. <laughs> Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. In the bottom of the ninth, never give up. You get a man on base and another at the plate Trying to get home in the bottom of the ninth You gotta believe We're, we're all part of the opponent We're all part of the team in the bottom of the ninth In the bottom of the ninth Something like that Kevin! Right. Kevin we love Kenny. you, Kevin! Straight to you know. <laughs> bottom of the ninth. That's a great song, and I think so uh, straight to the bottom of the ninth. Kevin, you made a great uh, recording of that, and I think we're going to try to put that thing out on a seven-inch uh, record later. I'll this be year. doing a couple versions of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a signed copy from last year. You do? Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. Yes. It's quite an honor. It is. I gotta well, tell thanks you. Thanks for having me. You oh guys my god! Great tonight. Appreciate Thank you it. so much. I'm gonna go back to the audience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thanks for coming. Thanks everybody. Thank so, you, Kevin Kenny, right here, ladies and gentlemen. Come see him at the Rialto Room in a couple of weeks. He'll be right. right here in a couple of weeks. In this Levi Lowry, Corey Smith, Rosco, right. Scott Munn. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, can we get one more? Maybe Corey, can you do one more to close us out? Sure. Do you feel like it? You got time? And I think we should stick to the baseball theme. Okay. That sounds good. So, uh, and uh, you brought your fiddle with you, didn't you? All right. Hey, Corey, what's your thing about the Popo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not closing with Popo. I'm not, uh, <laughs> we really I'm not looking would for that much be trouble. fired. <laughs> well, here we are on the bottom of the ninth of the Braves Country Podcast. We do want to thank everybody for coming out tonight and. Uh, and we're looking forward to uh, one more song from Corey Smith. It looks like Levi Lowry's getting that fiddle out. And uh, that, that belonged to your, uh, 
Great-grandfather, didn't it, that, that fiddle? Yeah, I'm a great-great-grandfather, Git Tanner. Yeah, it's one of the original nice. country fiddle players right there. And, uh, yeah. So bringing it into the future. Thanks for bringing that, man. That's oh, cool man. to have you here. Give it up for these guys, ladies and gentlemen. All right. The first thing I remember is the game that I love. A man on a diamond with a golden glove. Daddy with me in the cheap seats above, saying, boy, keep your eye on the ball. The crack of the bat, the stadium's roar. We were up on our feet for the tie-breaking score. I said, Daddy, I know what you brought me here for. He said, good, I hoped you'd hear the call. Life's a fastball, belt high, coming right down the middle. Don't stand there and let it go by. Swing hard and aim for the stands. Field of dreams was covered in stone, an old gravel parking lot next to our home. Dad on the mound until the daylight was gone, saying, Boy, keep your eye on the ball. Cause this hay batter, hay batter, swing batter, swing. The world is an infield always chattering. If you don't concentrate, They'll spoil your timing and you'll walk away cussing them all. Life's a fastball, belt high, coming right down the middle. Don't stand there and let it go by. Swing hard and aim for the stands and thank God for your fans. 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 Mm. Dad threw a party when I got the call. All the years on the farm team finally paid off. Now I'm in the big leagues aiming for the fall. Every summer's a long playoff run. As I walk to the plate, I look in the stands. I see myself and I see my old man. I hear my family and all of my friends cheering. Boy, keep your eye on the ball. It's a fast ball. I'm gonna mail one to the grandstands. Good glory, this one's for the fans. Thank God for the fans. Thank God for the fans. Thank God for the fans. Yeah, my old man. My old man.
Buddy, if that don't light your fire, your wood's wet. Corey Smith. Goodness gracious. There's no more loyal fans, in my opinion, than baseball fans and music fans, because they show up. And we appreciate y'all being here tonight. Thank you so much to Live at the Prince Shop, a, a great online music television show. I hope you'll go check that out. Adam Blank does an incredible job. He's recently had uh, Colin Hay from Minute Work. The 80s band, and um, he made these cool baseball cards of all the these cats that you, that you guys hopefully got at the door, too. So that was really nice of them, guys. The Mavericks, they've had Driving and Crying. I mean, they've done so many. So um, go check that out. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. Zaxby's, uh, Euro Rap Athens, or as my daddy would have said, Gyro Rap Athens. 680 The Fan um, and the Atlanta Braves Radio Network, all the guests here uh, in the audience at the Rialto Room at Hotel Indigo here in Athens, and all of you listening here. To the Braves Country Podcast at home on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, um, the Amazon Podcast Network, Podcast Park from the Atlanta Braves Radio Network, and of course, the Atlanta Braves for bringing us all together for another year, enjoying our national pastime. We'll see you next time at the 2023 All-Star Break. Everybody, let's go Braves! Go Braves, all right. Have a great evening. Thank you, everybody. Levi Lowry, Corey Smith, Brian Klesko. Matt, walk up. Doug Coward, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time on the Braves Country Podcast. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherd's Men, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. 
Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart. There needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 